I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Richie Firth Travel Hacker. I'm Richie Firth, and I had a shit mic in the last episode. <laughs> I did. Oh my gosh. I can't believe what stress I was put through trying to get those two episodes into something like listenable form. The weird thing is, now that people have heard those two episodes, they understand why there was that holding week while we played the ABC hat game, which I guess we also need to refer to in this moratorium. We do. Should we get to the ABC hack at the end of this one? So <laughs> that's a forward sell. That. Christopher, how are you? And and well done once again. I know I said it muffled at the end of the uh, the last uh, the last episode, but well done you, and you can say it back to me on a successful hack. Richie, no one is as, as surprised as you and me <laughs> that we actually got one right. I, is that our second? It is, yes. Uh, obviously, the first ever episode that we ever did yep. was a successful hack around yep. the M25. In fairness, so was actually this one uh, at the beginning of this season when we went round the other way. Shame. I was, I was expecting you to subconsciously admit that that one hadn't been a success, but well done. You don't know me well enough, and I'm disappointed. <laughs> It was, as an experience, um, it was it was really different to a lot of the other hacks. In that um, we were both, like, you know, listening back to it, we were both really intensely focused. Mm. For for so I, I guess you know you you to a certain extent put your life in your own hands more when you're an active passenger or, or an active traveller as opposed to being a passenger on a vehicle. Yeah, looking back at it, it's probably out of all of the ones that we've done so far, the one where our lives were in the most peril. Yeah, and that is, and I, I hate to put a spoiler in here, until the next hack. <laughs> <laughs> I know what's coming in a week's time, and I 100% echo his words. The next episode, the next hack, never have we been in more peril than what you'll hear us do. It is, it is and I, I just cannot echo this enough. It's the most fucked up travel hack experience <laughs> of all. 
That's all to come. Let's deal with the fallout. Well, there's really, really, is there that much fallout to do? This is probably the easiest moratorium we'll ever hold because this was a success of the hack. We cancelled the River Thames. We cancelled Crossrail. Okay. Well, we didn't really cancel Crossrail because we didn't do it quicker than the potential times. But we did cancel the River Thames. There there is some comment on that. So, look, I, I think overall the audience have been very kind. Um, the, the, the feedback is, is mostly positive here. And it, but it has actually brought up some wider questions first. So can I start with the broader stuff and then get into some hack specifics? Ready to deal with everything. Neil tweeted us, um, asking uh, a question about whether or not we bumped into insulate Britain, which <laughs> I thought was a, a good starting point to explain who and what insulate Britain are for our international, uh, listeners. And maybe start a wider conversation about uh, cycling infrastructure and sustainability, Rich. Now you're a convert. Not where I was expecting uh, this particular (laughs) moratorium to start with. Uh, Who are Insulate Britain? Uh, They are uh, uh, a group that want us to have better lagging in the lofts of the UK, uh, as far as I understand. Uh, And the the way they've decided to get this point across is by shutting the M25, which is fucked up. And they did this just 24 hours after we put our m25 hack up yeah. almost like they heard the episode and thought nope okay <laughs> this is done um so no we didn't come across insulate britain on our cycle across embankment to canary wharf pretty easy answer to neil did we come up with any hostility to cycling on our journey You're leading me here because I know that uh, there have been times and I reflected on this at the end of the second episode of that particular hack. There have been times where I have been hostile uh, towards cycling and cyclists. And I would have to report that when we recorded that hack, I didn't experience any hostility towards cyclists. The only hostility that I received uh, was in the second hack uh, when there was a lady aggressively vomiting uh, at us. I I kind of am trying to blank that out, but it did seem like she was trying to be sick at us. We pulled over, she sicked. We moved along, we then tried to re-record... And she loomed across us again. It was as yeah. if it was like a zombie movie, but it wasn't zombies. It was just people sicking. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens when you hack at the weekend, I guess. Um, <laughs> that's true. And what did you think of the the cycle path experience? I really enjoyed the high speed cycle path uh, along embankment. I know the taxi drivers will hate that. Uh, I enjoyed that. That was great fun. That was like, that was like Le Mans. Uh, for cycling i thought when it got a little bit thinner it's a bit rubbish Mm. but i've maybe been treated with the fast stuff it's kind of like when you have a good wine and then someone gets out the shit stuff later it it really made me think because i was cycling you know i cycle all the time but but i rarely cycle with someone who doesn't cycle all the time and it did make me think that when cycle paths are done right how pleasant is and how many people do it Mm. I've not wanted to cycle around London before, which is why when I cycled with you on that particular hack, it was the first time I'd done it. Um, I'd stick to cycle paths. I'd cycle around London on cycle paths, Mm. but I don't think I would still be that happy spending too much time off them. 
So why then are you set upon ruining all us good, honest cyclist reputations by jumping those red lights? Because as I said to you during the hack, people might not have actually caught that because the microphone was so awful. That's what everyone else was doing. I was stopping at the lights and then 80% of all the other cyclists were just like blowing straight on through. And I'm like, what? Right. So no guilt. Why would I be guilty? Well, because you jumped a red light. Only after I saw that's what everyone else was doing. When in Rome, when in Venice, if you're in a gondola, where do they cycle everywhere? When in Beijing. Right, okay. Noted, noted. Julie asks, uh, in the same theme, is cycling better than trains? No. (laughs) Move on, next question. How many people do I would Julie what a daft question all right I went to the London Hi, Transport Museum Thank you for your message Julie <laughs> Thank you yeah thank you for your that's true thank you for your message do become a patron um bust and you might um I went to the London Transport Museum the other day and they still market train spotters books for for rail fans right they don't do that for cyclists you don't see people stood on the end of cycle paths going oh that's a really good chopper that's come by They should do <laughs> I think actually, from having seen people jump traffic lights, I would be in favour of some kind of registration system oh, for cyclists. Oh no, here we go again. You What's and your wrong? police state. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a rule breaker, Chris. All right? right, I'm I'm happy to be accountable for you people that are deviants. You, you people, you fear the police you deviants. State. Yeah, you. So, Julie, uh, the answer is that cycling is better than trains. Is that what we're saying? No. Oh, right. Okay. Julie adds at the end, and I like this because it's kind of like a bit of a naff line, but I just enjoy it. Keep on trucking slash hacking. I like that. Doesn't really It's really, anything. really good. Okay. Okay. It's great then. Um, Do you know what? The other, the other thing, all right, and on the subject of uh, naff but good slogan, it is a real shame that we cancelled the River Thames and that our cycling was quicker than the Thames Clipper. All right, we did prove in this hack it's quicker to cycle across London than it is to use the Thames as we revisited our first season and tried to redo everything. It's a real shame because I've come up for what would be a really good name if we used the rivers for transport better. Go on, let's do it. We'd call them the Water Barn. Ah... Because in Germany, motorways are autobahns. And water is Wasser. Yes, so which is why this would be the Waterbahn. Wasserbahn. Oh, yeah, because it would have to be German, wouldn't it? So you wouldn't call yeah. it all. Okay, or you cool. could call it the Wasserway. The Wasserway. <laughs> yeah. Didn't work. Next. A Patreon, a new Patreon has written to us. God Darcy. bless them. Patreon. Um, Do explain to us, Chris, the benefits of Patreon. Uh, uh, one, they keep this show going, uh, including the, per- the the purchase of some new microphones, which is uh, desperately needed. Two, uh, at the recording of these big adventures first time round, we had and still have a very imbi- ambitious and expensive hack planned. Well, we've got two that are going to cost us some money to do that we need support. One involves... An enormous bus journey, and another involves 
it, international ferry travel. Yeah. And we yeah. can't do it. We just simply cannot do it without you. International ferry travel, considerably long bus journey. Mm. And also, what about that one where we were trying to do as many in a oh, day? Yeah. Oh, my God. I would just... That is God. That is God tier Patreon donation there. Yeah. I but mean, this that, could all happen through you guys, yeah. the Patriots. If anyone wants to just give us like a thousand pounds to do some stuff, mm. we're in. Yeah. And what we would do while we did that stuff, we would say your name or maybe if you were a business. I'll even film Richie on the toilet for a private video for you if that's your kind of thing. I think I'd pose. <laughs> I would too. For two grand. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, a new Patriot has yeah, been in Dar touch. So Darcy's been in touch. Oh, how, how do other people become Patreons? Well, they go to Patreon and search for Travel Hacker. Uh, yeah, okay. Patreon.com forward slash Travel Hacker. Darcy says, I very nearly signed up after Richie invented maps last series. <laughs> I've forgotten I about that. I've forgotten you invented them. <laughs> <laughs> that was where we unraveled a globe yeah. and made it flat, wasn't it? But you finally got me <laughs> when he cancelled the River Thames. <laughs> so, so, Rich, I think, so patrons are joining because we are successful. I thought people only signed up to watch you and me disintegrate. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So it's nice to know that there's people like Darcy who join for our success. Do we take from this that this is actually a way more powerful podcast than either you or I appreciated? We are changing the world. We are. One person at a time. We'll take that. So let's go to some specific stuff. I'm going to start with Craig, who has been in touch in the past and describes himself as a loyal travel hacker patriot. Lovely. Um, just wanted to send a quick message to congratulate you on, number one, a rare successful hack without any controversy or rule bending. Thank you, Craig. There is the weird two minutes that you tried to fix at the end of the hack where I don't know somehow you'd cut two minutes off, but but either way, let's just brush that under the carpet. I think I must have... Uh, I'm being transparent here, and I can't remember this for certainty, but I think knowing knowing me and the person that I am, I would have paused my watch mm -hmm. when that lady was trying to be sick over us, and right. you would have kept yours going. Yeah, because that was part of the journey. 
uh, and now here we are all of a sudden once again at Cobham Services when you'd fucked up with that Romanian guy's uh, <sighs> batteries out of M&S. That is, I mean... Va- vape man. I mean, it, it's it's actually given it's such a flippant comment from you, weirdly accurate. Um, <laughs> point two from Craig. Uh, on his congratulations. So number two is the amazing effort by Chris, thank you, Craig, to make the recording broadcastable. And as we said at the top of the show, it wasn't easy. So thank you for noting that. Um, on the hack itself, I would like to say that if Chris is going to attempt to narrow the journey time gap between cycling and cross rail by adding in the time to get to and from the street to the platform at both ends, then it's only fair that you add time for hiring and returning the bike for the inevitable shower and change of clothing need at the end of the journey, (laughs) as you'll be a sweaty Betty. Keep up the good work, Craig. I have a number of thoughts on this, but I'll let you go first, Rich. Um, I think the first thought that comes to mind is when Crossrail gets up and going, people are forgetting how sweaty and Betty you get on an underground cramped train. A hundred percent true. Anyone who has travelled on the tube network in the middle of summer who thinks they aren't going to change their shirts if they're in full work gear at the start of their working day is frankly going to be very unpopular in their office by the end of that working day. Now, conversely, I would have to stand up for the railways here and point out that those new Crossrail trains, when they do start running in uh, 2030, uh, will be air-conditioned. Yeah, there's enough walking to and from the platforms waiting Good there. Point. It's 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 a stinky experience, public transport in London in the summer. Look, Craig, thank you for thanking us, but don't try and find holes that aren't there. And I think as well, just one other little thought. Now, it did take us half of an episode to get the journey going, mm-hmm. but that was our first time doing it. Like the first time someone's trying to find the platform at a train station, you could easily turn that eight minutes it took you to hire a bike, including trying to work out what your pin code was, down to six or seven minutes. It's like first sex, isn't it? What? <laughs> the first time you do it is yeah. is never going to be as good and efficient as on future occasions. You're, you're struggling to find your your, your chip and pin. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, don't chip and pin. No. Anyway, yeah. So you're right. Okay, I can't believe you went there, but um, I hopefully uh, backed out of it successfully. Uh, yeah, let's say you did. Um, so yeah, th- thank you, Craig. I I I I think our point stands. Um, and a very similar point um, uh, f- from from Mike really tries to drill down the competition side of this. I do think it just deserves a little bit further inspection here. So congratulations on nailing a hack that you set out to do. Thank, thank you, you, Mike. Um, however, when you factor in the eleven and a half minutes of Richie trying to work a basic phone app. And trying to pay for the bike. It was excruciating. <laughs> Did you really beat the boat? Cheers, yes. Mike. I mean, it's interesting because Craig's point is a, a general one. But actually, in this specific instance, the time it took from when you and I met at Embankment mm-hmm. to the time that you and I finished at Canary Wharf yep. was longer when we did the cycle than the boat because of how long it took you to hire the bike. Yeah, but you and I have got to meet at some point, haven't we? 
All right, that, that, would be, that would mean like every time that anyone ever met in life, you'd be starting stopwatches, and that's not how life works. You and I had to meet. If we didn't meet, we wouldn't have been there together to do the hack. So it's an absolutely irrelevant point, okay? The hack started, the timing started, the moment that we had the bikes, okay? If I'd met you at Embankment with a bike then we could have just started going. But that would have been very unsociable. I wouldn't have said hello. You know, in this fella's world, the moment that I st- meet you, I've got to start a stopwatch like fucking Ron Pickering off of We Are The Champions. That's not how life works. So I'm not having that. You've been told, Mike. Uh, question. But thank you, Mike. <laughs> how many times have you hired a Santander cycle slash Kensical slash Boris bike since the hack? Zero. have you deleted the app no 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 no. the app is still here i would like to but i've not had the need or the reason to okay i've often thought about um going into work earlier getting off the train and getting a a kensical a sadikical and all that kind of thing and just doing it but i haven't okay um Final point from Mike. Really enjoyed you plugging your Patreon without saying the web address. It is a bit embarrassing how how you still struggle with this. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not going to pay to be a patron for my own thing, am I? Be like funding myself. That'd be like me going to the bank, going to the hole in the wall, taking some money out and giving it to me. It's my no, money in the first place. No, what this is, you failing to say the web address, yeah, is like, let's say you're... You have an employer and as a staff or freelancer and they're like, uh, well, can we have your bank details so as we can pay you? And you go, ah, NatWest. (laughs) (laughs) But do you know what the irony is? If you went, I'm with NatWest these days, and I'm not with NatWest, these days you can go online and go Richie Firth and it'll go, found you. Bullshit. Not at all. So you reckon if I just went on the internet and went Richie Firth from NatWest, <laughs> As it happens, Richie Firth, NatWest, you'd be there all year because I've never in my life walked I'm gonna into a NatWest. I'm going to guess, you, you, uh, what sort of bank are you? Let me have a think about I'm not going to play. I'm not going to play. You, people were, the sort no, of you're bank. you're opening me up to fraud. The sort of bank that you would go with. Oh. You would be TSB. I'm going to give you one... Go- <laughs> I'm not with TSB. <laughs> Why would I be... What's wrong with TSB? Nothing. Why would I be TSB? I just knew it'd annoy you. <laughs> I reckon I know who you're with. Go on. You're probably with some crusty online... No, you're, you're with co-op. Probably some well-meaningful paying farmers good rates bank. How dare we pay those farmers those good rates? <laughs> no, you, you are with co-op, aren't you? You're I'm with not, co-op. I'm not with co-op. Chris Banks with co-op. I went off co-op right? when they uh, fired their chief exec- executive for his chemsex rent boy experiences. <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't you remember There's that story? There's been a few things that have come out of this moratorium that I was not expecting to talk about today. There was a guy, I think his name's Paul Flowers... And he was like the chief executive of, of co-op. We don't have a legal team, Chris. And I think he, was also, all sorts of stuff I think out he was also a reverend. And he, he and the carpool obviously is a very, of all the banks, it's the most moral, you would argue. Yeah. 
and um, I he got fired for uh, ke- chemsex prostitute sessions on the bank's time. In and I absence, am going to live Google this just I, to check. Well, I'm not making. I'll it do up. it for you. Okay. I'll do it for you. In the absence of the travel hacker, can you legal this for us? Right. So, what's his name? Paul Flowers. That's a that's a, a big guess. Paul Flowers, co-op, chemsex. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. The co-op scandal. Drugs, sex, religion, and the humiliation of a movement. Yes! Revelations about the behaviour of former co-op bank chairman Paul Flowers are very bad news, not just for the Methodist minister, but for mutual societies in in general, as well as the Labour Party. There you go. Uh, we better just see if it mentions chemsex. Crystal meth shame of bank chief. I think Chris, crystal meth shame Drug of bank... Drug-fueled gay orgy. There you go. Wow. Why do I remember that? And nothing you Because you bank with the co-op. <laughs> Genuinely, I would bank with a co-op if they re-employed him tomorrow. Patreon.com slash travel hacker. See, I know where to go for it. Uh, right, I've got no more uh, feedback for you. No, because everyone else is congratulating us. It has been a triumph. Uh, If you are late to the party, uh, travelhackerpodcast at gmail.com. Send us some thanks. Won't appear in this moratorium because we've just finished it. Okay? Quick thought on the ABC hack. (laughs) What a disaster. We got to Zed. Thanks (laughs) thanks to the three or four people who helped us get there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and we picked a hashtag that was already being used. Forgot that ABC was a media organisation in America and Australia. But there we go. Uh, we will be back with another hack next week. It's another two-parter, um, and you won't want to miss it. It's I, I don't even know where to cut it in two. Just in case you're thinking they're hamming this up, when we return, you will hear this. I'll start pumping, and then depending on how it goes, you can take over. And this. Rich, we're taking on water. <laughs> and this. Should we start the clock again? But you're not going to hear this because I'm going to cut it out. <laughs> travel Hacker Podcast at gmail.com. That's how to email us. Patreon.com slash Travel Hacker. That's where you fund the new microphones and the trips to Luxembourg and the cross channel ferry and all that kind of shiz uh, email us I've just given out the email address you can tweet us <laughs> at producer Chris I'm on the circle line and we will be back in your sack next week hi this is Craig Robinson from ways to win and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.